last week was a little schwach. Some of you had the snow that you were worried about. You know, life goes on in Chicago, so. <laughs> um, so we did, we did do the work, and we're dealing with issues that related, as you recall, um, in those cases in terms now of wine. Of, of wine that is mazog, which is, again, there's a concentrate in which they put water. Um, what, and last time in particular, we dealt with the issue of what happens if you forgot to say the bracha before you ate, drank, whatever the case may be, and what did you have to do under those ca- cases. Um, and they compared it to tzvila, if you recall, that, uh, that in, in terms of that normally you could do the, the tzvila first and then say the bracha afterwards. We finished at the section which is going to now take us into medicinal kinds of things, what's good for the body and what's not good for the body. So we are on Nun Aleph Amut Aleph, page 222 in this book, 51a, it starts with Tanu Rabbanan Asparagus, not asparagus. Okay, everybody have it? Everybody knows where they're looking? <laughs> All right, ready? So, you remember what asparagus is? Medical drink. Some sort of medical drip, cabbage mixed with wine is involved with it, etc. Okay? Some sort of medicine that was. See, we'll see what it's good for. Let's put it that way. If those of you have pharmaceutical, you know, pharmaceutical degrees, you can decide whether this is helpful or not. Okay. No, I, I, the root is obviously the same, but it's not the same thing. Not the same thing. There you go. So you should have. All right. So Tanu Rabbanan. Let's see what it's good for. Who wants to take it today? Okay, ma'am. Full day for you. Okay, so Tanu Rabbanan. There's no source to this. We don't know where it comes from. How do I know? Because it's not mentioned above in the Masorda Shas. So. This is the source of it. Asparagus, yafela lev, it's good for the heart. The tov lainayim, it's good for the eyes. The cholshekin, and even the more so for the digestive system. Okay, mayayim, the insides. The insides. The haragilbo, if you uh, take it every day, what well, doesn't say exactly, but ragil means every day, every week, every couple days. Yafela cholgufo. It's good for the body. The mishtakerhe menu. Remember what is it mixed with? If you use it now as something for which you're going to get drunk, kashelachol gufo. Okay, it becomes difficult for all his, for all the entire body. We would call this addiction. A moderation and addiction. Right? Most of the things that we do are, are not necessarily harmful ab initio unless we abuse them most not everything okay drugs and everything etc but wine drink etc 
in moderation is appropriate and that's what they're dealing with here remember too but and when you abuse it obviously it's not good for you your body and everything so they're teaching you about both moderation which of course the rumbum later takes up very directly and a sense of that there are these the, in their tradition okay there was this custom it's Tanu Rabbanan, so it's a Palestinian tradition. There was this custom that whatever this was, was good for the body. It helped the digestive system. It was good for the heart. It was okay. And if you use it in moderation, for the entire body. If, on the other hand, you abuse it, kashelachol gufo. Okay, kashe in this case means it's not good. Not, not merely difficult, but not good for the entire body. Now, since they, they've mentioned this, now let's talk a little bit more having to do with what the, the background of this is. So. Okay, so. All right, Roshay Tevot, this is an odd one. Okay, so. Since it says it's good for the heart, what are we really referring to? Not the vegetable, whatever it was, but the wine, hamra. Okay, it's the wine was good. Yain yisamach levav enosh. Okay, it's supposed to make the heart happy, make the heart good. Askinam. The chol we are learned that it's kol shekain la That's for insides. The hatanya we learned someplace else. Again, no source. This is a paragraph that's somewhere on its own. Not mentioned, seems to be mentioned any place else so far. So now we got to figure out what each of these are. Okay, so um, if you look, we'll look at Rashi. Okay, he says, first of all, Rosh, Meayim. Tachtoniyot. Okay, meaning your what is? I don't tell you what tachton is. Tachtonim are underpants, right? Meaning what? What's what's your problem there, Michael? I heard you say underpants. I mean, come on, even my grandchildren are tachtonim. Gufiyab tachtonim, yeah. Right, of course it goes the bowels. No, no, no. It's a Palestinian source. It's not Yerushalmi. It's a Palestinian source that we don't know where it comes from. It also says here that the was to call for the spleen. Yeah, we're not, we're not, didn't do that one first yet. Okay? So, alright, so this, here it has, alright, so if we look at, um, at the, at the um, if you look at well, in Steinsaltz, it has shalat yafel ramat kashek lomar. What is laat lelev enayim tchol? Okay, that but I didn't do. It. I did ramat first. Okay, the heart, the eyes, and now tchol is the spleen. Okay, that it's good for those things, and and ula rosh meayim. Tachtoniot, and he has in brackets here, Tichorim. Where do you know Tichorim from? No, 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 no. 
his tachor with a okay. Michael, have you read this section before? Have you read in Kitavo the the, the klalot the uh, This is one of the words that's not recited, and we you have a totally different word in in, in the tradition. Okay, when you read the tochecha. Okay, and we have a chumash here. A chumash somewhere. Oh, there's a whole cabinet there with right, somebody one. Want to get me one? Shelf, to the right of the bathroom. Don't remember? I've never read the talk. I'm, usually, I'm always up there for the talk. I get the Aliyah. Yeah, you want to make sure that I feel good about myself. Oh. Right. Okay. Thank you, Fred. I think it's Kitavo. I think it's the one in Kitavo. Page 1152. And the, the, there's a Kree and a Ketiv, meaning the word in, in the Torah is and you read it okay? because, and they're considered here hemorrhoids. Yes. Okay. And what verse in chapter? Cha- uh, chapter 28, verse 27 in, De- in Deuteronomy. I think you read it as Afolim. Mm-hmm. Okay. You drop the whole word. And the same thing if you look at the verse 30. Ishakeares, you should be engaged to a woman. Vishacher, Ishaglena is a bad word, for, if you will, for being that you, be, that you will be raped as such. Yishkavena is read. These are two cases where it's not simply uh, what we call a Korean Ketiv. It's written one way. For instance, I read last week um, when I re- it's, it has when he write, he throws from his hand. It looks like Yado. It's read as Yadav. He said you were missing. It's a Korean Ketiv, but Yadav, I, until I learned it, it was Yadav. He threw he threw it down from his hands and he, and he broke it. The tablets. So periodically we have low and low. Those things. these are the only cases that I remember that are so that are very different words. Why? It's known as Lashon Nikia. The other ones are, bleh, you don't want to say them. So even the whole thing, as bad as it is, you're right. You read it quickly and quietly. These two words you don't say. You don't say Tchorim. You say Afelim. So ultimately, you, I'm sorry, you don't say Afelim. You say you say Tchorim. That's what you say. You, yeah, you, you don't say Yishalgeni. You say Shkavena. Okay? It's an Afelim, you say Tchorim. Totally different word. Totally different word. I don't think Kukotai has it. Okay. You have to prepare properly. You know, Merle's the one who reads this very often. Others have read it as well. I don't think Kukotai has any of that. Right. Okay. So here's your word Tchorim. Actually, a biblical word. Yeah, I don't know if it's a biblical word because it's not written there. It's 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 pronounced though, it, and it's translated as hemorrhoids. Yes. Is it? No, no, not a four. Aleph pe lamed. No, no, it's not. 
It's not the same. Okay, here it, it, it's a, the, the Lord will strike you with Egyptian inflammation, with hemorrhoids, boils, scars, and itch. It happens when the who captures the ark? Philistines. Philistines capture the ark and they touch it, and it's written, and they were struck with hemorrhoids. But he uses the word Very good. Thank you. When is one to read this from the Torah? Does it explain it in the Chumash and or in the Tikkun? It will in the, here you you have to follow it. It has in the yes, Brad can show you. I will pass, pass the book. You can see it. It's written in the different font. Okay, so there, take a look. Would it be in the uh, in the Tikkunas? Yes, it's not in the Torah, obviously. Ready? Right? Well, it has to be, or you wouldn't know it's Correct. 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 But it's a totally different word, which is very odd. Two cases here. I don't remember it exists anyplace else. Okay. It'll do the same thing. So if you, you need an experienced Torah reader in this case to be able to read, first you need an experienced Torah reader to get Tochecha anyhow. Very difficult, long, and certain of the way. So that's where the word comes from. Beyond is to say, not a nice word. So what we've got back to our case, if we had. Okay? It's good. Okay, Aspergus. Okay, and Rashi basically says that you had this every day. It was the equivalent of a vitamin drink or whatever the case may be, so that you could be well. It's good for your eyes. We have another source which says it's good for the eyes and the lave and the spleen, but it's not good for the rosh, me'ayim, and the chorim, taktonim, however you want it, it's okay, taktonim, and therefore, what did we say above? It was good. It was good for me'ayim. Yeah, you have two, di- two different doctors' opinions of whether it's good for you or not good for you in terms of your digestive system. So now, go ahead. Bimiyushan. What's miyushan? Mm-hmm. It's it's wine which is already aged. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this all of a sudden you can see the bet right there, which means there is another source because we're going to take it from place. This has to do with vows. The word konam is one of the words that that says I take a vow upon myself. Okay, I take a vow upon myself that I will not that yayin shanito im. I will not drink wine, basically. Okay, that that's what konam is one of those words. That that I will not drink. Okay, why? And it says shayayin kashet mayayim. Okay, it's not good for me. It's not good for my digestive system. And take what? Why would someone take a vow? They could be an azir, although it's not necessarily because he's going to drink other kinds of wine, as we'll see. Why would you take a vow? First of all, it would be a kodesh. 
You want to say you want to consecrate this unto God. What is Lent all about? Right? Why do you why do you not do things? Because you've taken a vow not to eat. You've taken a vow not to eat. Right? Brian told me that the, she heard that uh, the since St. Patrick's Day turned on turned on Friday, the, car, the cardinal here said it was permissible, and you could use another day for not drinking. <laughs> not, eating. Not, I said not, eating, not eating the corned beef. Not eating corned beef. Okay. It okay. Beef so it's like nidche. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a Friday that's nidche. Like the fast days that we had. <laughs> Fascinating. I said, whoa, what a halakhic opinion. <laughs> she said she heard it on the radio. It was in the papers. Oh, is it? Okay, I missed it. Oh, uh, yeah. So, you know, you got to deal with your masses out there. So. The, here we have here Ba'amrulo Halo Mushanya Fehulivnam. He said, Why did he say he didn't want to drink wine? Kashehulivnam. When you take a vow, you take it seriously. So if it's not only because perhaps it's Kodesh, because you want to show your respect for God, but it's, if I take a vow, I'm not going to drink wine, then it's serious. You're really not going to drink wine. It's not just, oh, I don't think I'll have a drink of wine today. You're making a pledge. So, and why? Because it's not good for. The digestive system, but they We just learned above what that miyushan, that aged wine, is good. Vishatak, meaning uh, I don't know how to answer you. Okay, he didn't. He, okay, he didn't know how to respond. He realized that. So asur bechadash umutar miyushan. Now he's he can asur bechadash again means new wine. Okay, Mushan clearly is the opposite. It's already aged. The, Rashi says, Shal shalosh shanim. Okay? Mushan, Mushan, Shal shalosh shanim. Yashan, Mishal, Eshtakad, Mushan, Shal shalosh shanim. What is Eshtakad? Anybody know? Hmm? The previous year. Previous year. Okay? If it's Yayin Yashan, it's last year. If it's Yayin Miyushan, it's three years ago. Yashan. Right, yeah. Would I be taking you off if I asked a question about vows? I mean, is that a personal thing? Yeah. Or are you going to God to a Rebbe? To, to a Rebbe, no, you don't go to a Rebbe. It's between you and God. Okay? So, yes, it's a personal vow. A vow, but if you took a vow, you had to, you know, there's a whole, there's a whole tractate of Nidarim, of what happens if you don't say it, do it right, what happens if you don't live up to the whole thing, the Nazir is an example. It's the equivalent, it's the kind of a vow, and in, in ultimately, therefore, he has to live up to it for at least a minimum of time. If it's more than that minimum of time, what happens if he drinks wine or cuts his hair or comes into contact with a dead body during that time? Does he have to start over again? There's an enormous amount of rows. So, it, it, vows are taken seriously. We still know that today because how do we start the holiest day of the year? Kol Nidre. Okay? All that's all about. And what's one of the words? Koname, konem, same word. That's how that was the Aramaic of an konem. I take upon myself a vow. When I take upon myself a vow, it's between you and God. But you better fulfill it. So this is not simply saying, "Oh, I don't think I'm going to drink wine." This is, I vow I'm not going to drink wine. What about Jephthah vowing to kill his the first thing that came out to greet him? There's all kinds of ways. First of all, he was considered to be. Uh, that was considered to be inappropriate 
Okay, and there are various responses to what happened in the Midrash, right? She ran away, he found out that he did that, but he was basically he was considered to be wrong and therefore he lost his judgeship. Okay, so it was not appropriate. Okay? But vowing itself was considered and still is, okay? There still is in the very traditional community before Yom Kippur, Hatarat Nidarim. You go before a baiting and say, if I did any vows, okay, when you shouldn't know from this anybody, but in a divorce proceedings, when you do a, when you do a get, when you give a, a, a get, part of it is you say, I did, did you perhaps make any vows that you would not have given a get, or that you would have done X, Y, and Z? And you have to be able to say no to that because vows were considered to be very important. Okay, and they still are not in the same realm, but because we don't have a beit hamikdash, etc. But it's still considered that important. And then kol nidrei hatarat nedarim, etc. Still part of our tradition. Okay, so it still is what we've seen here is that new wine is not good for the digestive system. Aged wine is in moderation. In moderation. Okay, because we've already had above mishtakeri menu kashelachol gufo to the entire body. Okay, let's go on. Okay, again, where this comes from, no, no clue whatsoever. Doesn't, there's no other source. If you ever want to learn about asparagus, this is it. Okay, not how to cook it. All right, now that would you make with it. But, okay, there you go. Chai umale. Okay, so... Chai is wine which is still which is concentrated has not been mixed with water. Okay, what we talk about mazgu means Okay, it's mixed with water. Chai means that it's a, it's the concentrate itself. Umale means the kos is male. Mm-hmm. You. It's given to you in the right hand, and you drink it with your left hand. Well, there's no real reasons for this. You'll see some of it that comes up later. These are known as superstitions as well. It's very superstitious at this point. And, you know, if you're dealing with your health, getting up in the morning, there are superstitions that we all have, whether you admit to it or not. Okay, Ein Misichin. How do they translate that one? Once you not converse, after right? Let's see. Yeah, okay, I, I, we'll see why in a moment. It, you probably shouldn't talk after you have it. Ain mafsikin, you know, you drink it all in one shot. Okay, you know, think about medicine that you gave your kids. Okay, you try to get it. Ooh, it's horrible. So drink it all in one shot. And you won't taste it. Baloney, you won't taste it, right? <laughs> but that didn't, don't tell me you haven't told that that to your kids in time, right? How about the colonoscopy? Right, 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 exactly. Alright, the ain machzirinoto. Okay? This has to do now what is uh, the what is rock? Spit. Lirok. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with a poof. You don't give it back to a person unless they're willing to spit it out behind them. Basically. Okay, that once 
you have it, you 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 know, um, you look, if you look at Steins, he says, "Bamar shacharav ochlim meoto min." You eat from the same kind of thing. Shena semi menu mashkeze that was made with for this kind of drink. What is that? You go on tamarim achar shechar shechar tamarim uchedome. In other words, you only eat the kind of fruit of which this was made. Okay. Why? Presumably it had to do with some digestive issues. Okay? And therefore, it, as we'll see, it created a good deal of spit in the mouth. You know, when I was growing up many years ago, mm-hmm. uh, my mother, like the good mother that she was supposed to be, gave me something which tasted horrible but was good for me. Hmm? Castor oil. Castor oil, cod liver oil. Remember those days? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> And every Thursday night in my house, we had liver. Because it was good for you. Right? Am I right? Tell that to the generation today. I mean, your generation, forget you know, Your kids. You know, Thursday night in our, the kids' house in Israel is pizza night because they're getting ready for Shabbos. <laughs> right? But remember, remember those days? Well, it was good for you. You better drink. Ooh, what's it? <laughs> right? <laughs> but how many of you gave to your kids? I guarantee you did. Okay? Or you cook it yourself? We did. In Canada, we've stuck to those things, you know? <laughs> okay? But you took it. There you go. Okay? So, again, what, and it, horrible taste. You, you, you really hated it, etc. But it was good for you. So why would you be drinking asparagus? Early in the morning, it was supposed to be good for you. It helped your body. But it created things that were, besides, it probably had a lousy taste. It created spit in the mouth. You had, you know, and they're trying to say, you should have it because it's good for you, but recognize that these are the realities. You know, we can't prove from archaeology anything from this one. Right? Unless you find me uh, some sort of vessel in which it was given. <laughs> right, at least a placebo. Good. It's, you know? So, all we can do is say, okay. I mean, there's not much else we can do, to be honest with you. Okay, we learned someplace else. We don't, we don't have anything after it except for pot, which is. Bread. Yeah, we used to get bread and salt. Yeah? Take away the taste. The salt somehow. Yeah, sure. Lakashya habithamra habithishikra. Now you notice the back and forth between the Aramaic and the Hebrew here. Hamra, of course, is yayin, and shikra is. Hmm? No, no, no. Beer. Beer. Shechar. Yayin v'shechar. Still. And beer was an ancient drink. Okay, that we know. Okay, had shechra. In other words, Rashi says, v'chamra smichuto bifat. You should have, if it's if the asparagus is mixed with wine, you have it bread afterwards. V'shechra smichato b'mino. The same thing. Im shachar im tenim. If you if it was beer or that kind of fermentation out of out of dates, you have dates. shall timarim. If it's dates or figs, then you have whatever that is. Okay, 
And if Lokeb Acholi, because if that's what you're supposed to do. Okay, why? I don't know why. Well, because there's this whole, there's, this, there's one theory of eating food, you should only eat certain foods at certain times, and... Yeah, I guess so. So that may have gone way back. I mean, I uh, yeah, yeah, it's a good thought. Or, I really don't know. Yeah. Um, but it was their tradition. Okay? And if you know that there's no halacha on this down below, there's, this is not a good practice. The Talmud comes up very often with good practice from their understanding of... You know, we already had some things of superstition of where you walk and where you don't walk and those kind of things. Uh, it's, this is basically the tradition of, you know, how to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't want to follow it? Don't follow it. But it's good for the body. So, you should follow what they say. Mm-hmm. Ah, so... This is so, what happens here. We have two different traditions. This is all oral, remember? We don't know where these were found. They were simply in the Tanaitic tradition. One says it's good for la'at, lev, ayin, tchol, and not good for the other part. Okay, rosh, me'ayim, and taptonim. And one says, no, the opposite. Okay, again, you're listening to, to a... Uh, you know, so a, 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 a nutritionist. That's what it is. It's a nutritionist, and they're talking, and there are seven people sitting, fifteen people sitting, and one hears one thing and one says, "No, no, no, that's not what he said. That's not what she said. She said the exact opposite. That's what I heard. That's what happens, right?" When you go to a doctor, you take a tape recorder. Correct. Yeah. Right. That's what they did in those. Places. Oh, I did it. Okay. You need, very often today you have somebody else, you know, when the doctor comes to some the hospital, you want somebody else in that room to listen because the patient himself or herself only hears part of it. And I've been when doctors have come into the rooms and I say, can I stay? And the family says, please do. Because I'm the objective person to really hear what the doctor says. So, yeah, you know, you can... How easy is it to, to, to you know... When I say something here, and you come, and you guys go out and say, oh, "That's not what he said." You should hear what we say. Right. <laughs> That's why I tape it, Jerry. <laughs> Shabbos, I can't do that, so I don't know what you think I say. That's what Kiddush is. I thought that's Kiddush all about. Isn't it? What are you saying? I didn't hear it. I didn't hear that. I only heard half of it. I didn't hear that. There's two things going on. One is ten people hearing the same thing, but then interpreting it differently and repeating it differently, as opposed to ten people having ten different, or you know, ten different. This is hearing it differently. Yeah. Okay, that's what the Tana is. Tana is they heard it differently. One said this way, one said that way. Well, clearly it can't be both. It's got to be one or the other. So how do they respond? So the shikra. Okay, one has to do with wine, and one has to do with shekhar, with beer. Okay, rak acharav loke. Rak in this case is to spit. Now, again, just not that long ago, there used to be spittoons all over the place. Okay, and you recall, those of us I think who studied Megillah together, talked about you can't spit in the Beit Knesset. Okay, the, the the you know you know t- today where you see spitting more cells the athletes. Yeah, the 
baseball field. The baseball in particular, okay? Especially if they're drinking the tobacco juice, which is a, okay. You know, they always, they, now they show these, the you know, so the cameras go in and watch them all the time, and the spinning goes on. It's amazing, right? You think the camera was on when their mother would tell them, uh, when the camera's on, you don't speak, <laughs> right? Wouldn't you think so? It doesn't have their agent, but it's really space, uh, baseball more than anything. Hockey's too fast. Basketball, they're wanting to spit on the ground. You know, it's at this court right there. Felmont, I great. And they probably do spit blood. <laughs> you got to, but baseball, you see it all the time, right? And the, uh, God knows what, what's all what over that dugout. I mean, it's just disgusting, frankly. Okay? <laughs> okay? Yeah, part of it is because even if they're, they usually have something in their mouth, and it may not be tobacco, it's gum, all kinds of crazy things. You know, seeds, whatever the case may be. So they're spitting all the time. So spitting again for us is, you know. But in those days, again, it was simply part of the culture. And spittoons, only a couple centuries ago, maybe. Okay, at the most, maybe not even, maybe not even, maybe not. Okay, so rak acharav. Okay, if you spit behind you. Loke. Now, loke in this means, it doesn't mean he gets whipped. It means he will be injured. Some, it's not the right thing to do. Somebody's watching you. Usually your mother. <laughs> if you didn't do that, because what do you do? You spit in front of you? Again. Lokasha. Okay, one is with wine. Okay, the mouth is filled. Now remember, the wine is not pasteurized in the same way, homogenized the same way as we had it. It was pretty, you know, you may have gotten what we call zagim. Okay, the little pieces in, in the wine itself, especially wine that's high. Okay, and, and what are you going to do with it? You're not going to swallow it, you're going to spit it. Spit it out. And shikra and beer, again, it's not as, you know, the same kind of thing. You may have gotten some of the, the barley that's inside of it, to whatever the case may be. All right? Meaning that if you have to spit, because it's not good for you if you don't, spit. Even lifnei hamelech. Now you can just see that. Now you're talking to the king and you talk, excuse me. <laughs> you know? It's not Zeresh, Mike, I'm sorry. It's, you know? <laughs> right? So, again, what, what does this have to do with anything? Nothing have to do with nothing, except the fact that we're talking about Kosmale and Yayan, and they needed a place for this to come. It doesn't ex this is the only place that exists because there's no other Mare Mekomot that we call there's no other um, citations of any place else this isn't Halakha if you look at our Halakha it's not there at all right this is sort of good um, countenance for your digestive system and for your health that's all, all right. let's just look at one thing below um, it has a whole thing on the darim. We can, okay, that's we can skip that because I, I explained that. But let's do chai. So where is this under? Iunim chai. Mila. 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 Ayu shepirshu chai shepirshu chai 
Okay, that's Rashi says wine that is it's concentrated, it's not mixed with water. Shalim. Mina Chavid. It's dropped directly from the barrel. Okay? It's not mixed in any other way. Oh. Mashkenaki. Again, it's not mixed with anything. Oh, meaning it's not what's known as pagum, all the way the coast is filled to the very top. Because you couldn't drink the concentrate. Again, think of the petel. All right, the assis. You couldn't drink that stuff. Yeah. Right? If you filled it with water, it's one thing. But what happens if you filled it with half a glass of water? You can drink it. It may not be that good. So this is the same thing. Mazug, in half of a cup, it's still considered chai. And you pull it up the rest with the water during the bracha. It means you, you take it, the wine comes to you that way. It's like the, the, the assis, okay? And then you fill it up halfway, and then you put on more water when you're ready to drink it. Okay, so that's their different understandings of what chai is. So what we've had so far is this section that uh, has to do with good behavior, good nutrition, good eating habits, um, and even if, you're full, if your mouth is full with, with saliva and you have to spit, even bifnei not to the king's, at the king, but away from the king. You're right, okay, I mean, you see going to Queen Elizabeth and saying, excuse me, <laughs> that would go over very well, I think, you know, you create a national, an international scene. So, we're now going to go into a little more of superstitions, okay, so, Again, this is stuff that's not anyplace else. This is where it is. You have a couple of places w w that I will mention someplace, but actually is a really interesting little bit of is issues here, and we'll see what it says. Suriel Sarhapnim, one of the inner guards of the angels. Suriel, you okay? You know all the Gavriel, Rifael, Michael, right? This is Suriel. Right? Rashi says, Malach Kashuv, Lavo Lifnea Kodesh Baruch Hu. What? Right. Okay, so you have Gavriel, Michael. Anybody ever heard of a Suriel? Suri is what's in the iPhone. No, 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 it's Siri. But anybody, I've never heard of a Suriel. Suriel? Oh, really? Oh, I never heard it. Okay, so there you go. So he's one of the Malachim. One of the Malachim. Okay? I've never heard it before, so thank you. Okay? So I got this from way up high a vision, a dream. Okay, Sakli means he talked to me, but, you know, what does it mean he talked to me? When you get up in the morning, don't take Chalukha, your clothes, your shirt, your dress, clothes, okay, your butler. The tilbush. Okay? 
All right? You shouldn't, do, you shouldn't do that. We'll see a little bit why, but it doesn't give us a good example. And don't wash your hands from somebody who didn't wash their hands. Okay? Meaning, again, normally what is Natilak Yadayim? You pour water over it. Uh, any, uh, we have a Kohen here. What do Levim do to, for you when you do Birkat Kohanim? They pour the water over your hands. Mm-hmm. Or the Engelvah, right. Okay? In very traditional, it's right beside your bed when you go to sleep. You have the water ready to wash your hands in the morning, right? Okay? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, for somebody who's not washed, again, Natalia Dime is just hygiene here. It's more than that, of course, too. It's purity. We'll come back to that in a moment. Tachsefit. Okay, so this is why it's, of course, prod. And don't take the course of asparagus. Okay, don't give it back. Except for the person who gave it to you. Tachsefit simply seems to say it's inappropriate, it's wrong. How do they translate it? I have, which is a group of demons. Right. Okay, watch out. Okay, watch out. That's all. So, it, 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 because it goes on to the next one, let's keep reading, we'll come back. The Amri Lei. The Amri Lei is Talganit. Okay, you know, you have goose and gander, you have a thing, you have herds. This is a group of Malachim. Is Okay, so there are good angels and bad angels. Okay, Satan is one of the bad angels. He has a whole coterie of angels attached to him. They're all under God, remember? Okay, angelology is a major part of the, of the biblical time. It's ancient. We talk about angels all the time, too. When do you talk about angels? When you go to bed. Huh? When you go to bed. Okay, Kriyat Shmalamita. Shalom Aleichem. Malachay Asharet, Malachay Elyon. Mimelech Malachay. You ever think about angels when, you, when you're sitting around the table with your family? No, but. Okay? Alright? Pamalach Hagogeloti. You bless your children, right? Malachim are part of. There's an angelology that was part of Jewish tradition. It's clearly part of the Kabbalistic. Okay, they all serve God. They're not greater than God. And God is, they're all messengers of God. But there's good angels and bad angels. Okay, and that and Kabbalah today in Hebrew is terrorism. Terrorism, Kabbalah. Yeah, well, that's what the word is. Okay? Okay? Kabbalah. What's right here? Kabbalah. Okay, so this is, these are the real bad guys. Okay? An istalganit shel Kabbalah. If you don't follow all the things above, what happens? They're waiting for the guy to go bad. They're waiting for something to make a mistake so they can say, I can't wait for the man to, for the person to do this inappropriately, and he will be captured, caught. So, what does he learn from me? He learns, Sakli tells me how I should act. So, first of all, for some reason, I shouldn't, when I get up in the morning, I should dress myself. I should take the chaluk myself. Okay? I, 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 okay? 
I don't know exactly why. Rashi says he says Shachrit miyada shamashela atab atzmachat talehu mimakom shehu sham v'til v'shenu. Take it off the hanger where it is and pick it up. Okay, whether it's hygiene, whether it's inappropriate, whether you can't trust the shamash, I don't know. Doesn't give us much of a of a background. Second one. Okay, so you should wash your hands first before you wash somebody else's. If this is, and again, Natalia, this is under a sink. This is a tilakya daim in that sense, too. And three, now with the one that we're dealing with, don't give back the kos shell asparagus, but only give it to the person who gave it to you. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Because the angels are waiting, okay? Because they're waiting for you to make a mistake in any one of these things and saying, caught them. Caught them, and what's going to happen to you? I don't know. I don't know. These are three traditions that this guy learned. And why the Talmud is interested in passing them on, I have no clue. Okay? The why is it here? The asparagus, clearly. That's the tie-in. It was a tradition that he learned... He clearly felt he needed to share it because it wasn't just for him. It was meant for the kahal. And he shared it because the angels are watching. The angels are watching. Again, what, you all learn the story. What, what, when, it, when you come, you know, why are they malachia sharet? The angels are watching whether you come into the, the, the house and you have Shabbos ready, etc. Is it going to be the good angels or the bad angels? All part of the story. It's a, you know, it's it's difficult to, to talk about God, difficult to envision God. So angels help out in that sense. Okay, and you can you can dissuade you say, you know, angelology isn't a major part of Judaism. And it was it wasn't. In ancient times it was a bigger one. But the more Kabbalistic, the more mystical you get, the more you get into that realm. And it, as I said, Kriyachmalamita, Shalom Alechem, Hamalacha Goeluti it's there okay it's there and where is it there normally at what we call liminal places okay when we go to sleep because that's a scary time mm-hmm. we've had that before and that's like okay. Jacob's dream absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely angels are there to protect you okay you, you ask God to, to should angels should be on your right side your right, and you're by your head etc because what is sleep form of death form of death because when you get up, what do you say? Give me back my soul. Right? There's also this sense that in, in you know, those times, this idea of, of, of uh, you know, nutrition and what things you should eat and your health and the danger and everything was sort of um, done to prevent the bad angels and prevent death and make sure that your relationship with Right, so we don't quite do it that way, but we still do it. Okay, you shouldn't eat certain things because they're bad for you. Okay, they'll bring cholesterol. I mean, we have more of a scientific attachment to certain things. Okay, that we we've learned that certain things are good for the digestive system, and things are bad for the digestive system. Okay, I grew up saying, you know, carrots are good for the eyes. There and there. Like carrots, so it's okay. Well, I think the science backs that up. Right. Okay, so certain things that you have, and again, when you're dealing, you know, I see Shira now with her little one, and Hadassah with now the baby too, 
what are you going to give them? Only the puree stuff. I mean, all you know, never mind sugar and everything else. You got to teach them how to eat properly. It's not the grandparents' job. Wait till we get there. <laughs> As you know, the grandparents are supposed to give them sugar and everything else that goes with. Pick out for ice cream and then let the parents worry about it. <laughs> That's the role of grandparents. Okay. Uh, but what do we know about this I don't know. I don't know. Are we talking about third century, fourth century? I don't know. You have to look it up. Okay. I, I've not heard the name before, so I don't think it's that important. One of the things I get from him is he's he's much more egalitarian in the sense of you don't need a servant. You don't need anybody to take care of you. Maybe. Maybe. Again, it comes, he's attributing at least to having heard it from the uh, the angel. Um, you know, when you wake up in the morning and said, you know, or a little birdie told me, or I heard the angels told me at night, some say may are crazy, but. That's what you attribute it to. So again, it, you know, we have we have superstitions today, in a very real sense. We don't really like to admit it sometimes, but all of us have a certain kind. Of, let's put it this way: when you get up in the morning, I know I do. So I presume most people, you have a set routine, and when that routine changes for some reason, you're discombobulated. Discom, yeah, it's what? Whoa! I, Normally do this, and now you ask when you go. You know, if you get used to your own bed and your own place and your own facilities and your own, you know, closet and everything, and you have to go someplace else and either in somebody else's house or anything else. Whatever it is, you kind of say, "Well, I'm not quite comfortable," right? It's true, um, and, and I think that relates to this too. Okay, it's not superstition in the same realm, but it's levels of comfort as well. And the once it, you destroy your your levels of comfort, you know, it's uh, you're in a whole new thing, a whole new thing. Now, the next one we actually do to Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi is a is probably second century and, and really quite well known. Malachamavet, can you now? Oh my God! I woke up in the morning. The Malachamavet spoke. Talk about a bad dream. I mean, what, what, what are you going to do under this case? Come on, already. You know, I can understand that Suriel was supposed to be one of the good ones, but Malachamavet. I learned the same thing. You know, not only Suriel, the good angel, but the Malach Amavid, the bad angel, told me the same thing. Ah, the same thing, right? Now he's going to bring one that's totally different. And and what? Just one second. You'll notice none of these come from any place else. The Gimel shows you that this, the next part comes from Yakut Zechariah, which is an odd midrash. It's not a famous midrash, but at least has another rabbinic place. And what is that? Minamet. Don't stand near women when they're coming back from a funeral. Okay? When they're coming back from a funeral. Just wait a second. Mirakeh, because Ani Mirakeh, who is Ani? Malachamavet. I'm with them at that time. You're there coming back for a funeral. Guess who's with them? Me. Okay, remember Damn Yankees? <laughs> there you go. 
Oh, you don't like this, Michael? Oh, sorry. Okay. We'll cut it out. Alright, so, I'm dancing. This is great stuff. Why is he dancing? Hey, I just got rid of another guy. <laughs> He's now buried in the ground. Whoa, okay. My sword is in my hand. Again, Right? To be a terror. I, I have permission to do something bad to somebody else. So don't stand before the, in a sense before the women in particular. Were those the whalers? We'll see. Let's keep going. And if you happen to be there, you know, you have, as they're walking back from the Chosrot Amid, and you walk back and, and you happen to be there, what should you do? My Takante, what can you do to, to make it better? Tikkun is the word Tikkun. Tikkun Olam. Jump away from your place for Amot. Remember, for Amot is your private area. So move away. Now, what happens if you can't move away? If you're right near the river, what do you do? Get to the other side. And if there's another path, go walk it. Get away from those women. Okay, the Ika Guda. Guda is, um, I think, an Athanahar, I think, too, if I'm not mistaken. Yishkir. Uh, if, if, if there's a wall, in other words, you can't move any, Lekuha, go backwards, move away from it. Turn your head. From Zechariah, that's why Yalkut Zechariah is where the, the the midrash is. Okay, until they leave, they walk away from you. Now, wh why are these the mikonanot? Are these the whalers? Probably these are the mourning, the women who are mourning. Okay, they've lost somebody. They're walking back, and it seems to be that you. The Malach Amavis has uh, had shlit, what we call shlita, has been able to rule. As somebody is dead, you shouldn't be around those kind of women. Why? Maybe there was they thought there was some connection between them and the death. Could be. Pardon? Make you feel bad, perhaps. Maybe they'll look for comfort and do things that are inappropriate. There are, there are women who need comfort. Well, you're standing around, they may... Okay? Remember, women are, are sin, considered to be objects of sexuality. So maybe the others are looking to them for comfort. Maybe. Any of the above. I, I, you know, you don't really know. I don't think any of your books give you any explanation, do they? I doubt it. Okay, there's nothing in Steinsaltz. There's nothing in Rashi. It's just this is the way it is. Could it also be men should not try to comfort themselves, they should mourn. They shouldn't go out and have pleasure. Maybe. Maybe. I, I don't really know, to be honest with you. And as I say, none of, as far as I know, unless you have something in one of your commentaries, there's really nothing that's there. It's kind of this is what you know, this is good be considered good behavior at such.
or bad behavior. Uh, finally, sorry. No, I don't think it's actually purity. I think it's proper behavior. I don't think it's purity itself. Because purity, everybody's impure. Men, too. No, no, but I'm talking about coming in contact with death. Yes, but, 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 that, but why women in particular? That's my question. Okay, because men would be impure too coming back. So I think there's a, there, because of the sexual part of it, I think there's something in addition to just pure issues. It's purity too, but more than that. More than that. But you don't think that they, at that time, that they just thought that the women needed some time to themselves? Maybe. Maybe. I, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know. All of them are, are good suggestions and that's where it is. something very permeable about you know, yes, women who are uh, hooded, you know, in mourning. Uh, yeah, and Amalekamav is there waiting for you to do the wrong thing. Who wrote Kid? Okay, he's dancing. What a, a, great, a great metaphor. Okay, finally, last thing, let's look at Orcha Halacha, because it's the only one thing that's there. <coughs> okay, even if even before you should, this person should wash their hands first before giving somebody else, washing somebody else's hands is what it basically says. All right, so we'll finish here. You're correct. 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 But again, Netilagitaim is just giving them the cup. He's washing their hands. Yeah. So, uh, what we'll do next time, next time has to do with uh, um, what do you do with Koshel Bracha, what's special about it. Uh, we Again, not next week. We'll meet you in two weeks. Thank you. Rachel, we'll be all done.